we've become addicted to website traffic. Right. And worse, as marketers, we've trained our company's leadership to think that that's the most important thing. Hmm. And it's really not. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman. Joining me today, a very patient man as we've gotten this uh, recording rocking and rolling. He's the president and founder of a content marketing agency, Scribewise, which I can't wait to talk about. And he's the founder of the author book, author of the book, Playing It Safe Sucks. John Miller, thanks so much for joining me today. Kirby, thanks a million. It's great to be with you. Yeah, absolutely. So your book, of course, as I said, is called Playing It Safe Sucks. Love that title. So why do you think that marketers need to be more courageous? Uh, because that's the job, right? I mean, it, marketing's job is to make a brand stand out, whether you're an agency and you're helping your clients do that. And if you're playing it safe, it's much harder. You're just not going to, to resonate with the audience ultimately. Yeah. And you need to display that courage. And a lot of the book is about kind of fight, the fighting through the corporate inertia that happens, especially in larger organizations, we all know. So it's a lot of it is just the kind of the, the willingness to have those conversations internally with people and not let your ideas get watered down. As marketers, I think we hopefully come up with some great ideas sometimes, and then they get, we all know they get diminished a little bit. Mm -hmm. So let's fight for those ideas. And it's really kind of an exhortation or, or a rant yeah. <laughs> asking people to, to, you know, do some great things, be bold, um, and then stand by those great ideas, which is easy to say and hard to do. Yeah, it is so funny, though, isn't it? Because I think like I've had this happen and I'm sure you come up with something and you're like, oh, my God, this is like such a good idea for this client. And they're like, but this might offend somebody. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. Like in the, in, in the moment you right. like <laughs> the moment you take all that out, well, the campaign sucks. So like, I, yeah. I mean, it, like, so I totally hear what you're saying. So the other thing is you have said that there is, quote, an uncertain times fallacy. I'm super curious to learn about this. Can you talk to me about what you mean by that? Well, I feel like especially for the last five, six, seven years, mm -hmm. we've been talking about uncertainty. We're, li we're living in uncertain times, um, <laughs> whether that's politics or the economy or pandemics or right. whatever it is. And there's always uncertainty. This mm. is the world we live in. And if you use that as an excuse, mm. you'll never do anything. And yeah. uh, you know, I can tell you that our agency and a lot of agencies I know lived through that in 2023, where people were, companies were very commitment phobic. Mm. So they were, they were afraid to do stuff, right? They were afraid they'd get in trouble if they committed to anything. Um, and that's, that's one of the symptoms of, believing that we're in uncertain times and therefore we shouldn't do anything. You know, everybody wants to keep their powder dry. But if you, if, we, if you did that for the last, you could legitimately have done that for the last six or seven years. And then what have you done? You've wasted six or seven years. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. You know, it's so funny because I have said, well, we are in uncertain times, but I think it's, it's, the facts are the same, but sometimes the way you use the story is different. If you say, Hey, we're in uncertain times. So we need to do, we need to take, you know, not play it safe. 
<laughs> because right. th then I think if you use that same information, it, it could be to your benefit. But I can see, again, it sounds to me like one of the things you're fighting against is sort of the, the corporate um, design by committee. Does that sound right? Yeah. One of the things we like, you can't, especially if you're the leader in an industry, mm -hmm. that's, that's one thing, but there's one leader in every industry, right? <laughs> right. And if everybody else is playing follow the leader, the team that's the, the company that's the leader is going to stay the leader. Right. One of the things we say is like, you can't take your version of their vanilla marketing campaign and do something different and call it French vanilla. Mm. Like, let's do things that are different. Let's not just follow, um, follow the leader. I mean, it doesn't mean you just automatically go to TikTok mm -hmm. because it's, it's new and it's fun and the kids are there or whatever. Mm -hmm. You have to be smart about this. So what in, in playing it safe sucks, we very much talk about the idea of approaching courage in a smart way. Mm. Yeah. It's not just doing wacky things. It's doing smart, bold things. Yeah. That makes a ton of sense. Okay. I, so, you know, obviously everybody wants to have traffic to their website, but I've seen where you've talked about SEO delusion, which I, you're great at naming things. I like that. Oh, uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Cause I think that's really interesting. Can you talk about SEO delusion? Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people do say we website traffic is great mm -hmm. and website traffic is can be great, but yeah. for most, we work mostly in the B2B space, mm -hmm. um, which are, typically long, highly considered purchase decisions. So the idea that someone's going to land on a website and become a prospect right away and turn into a customer is kind of ludicrous. Um, I just <laughs> spoke at a conference a few weeks ago um, and it's a, it's a very niche industry and there was 200 people at this conference. And I said to them, you don't need SEO. Everybody in this industry knows each other. Hmm. You know, everybody knows everybody. It's it's a very close-knit type of community. And that's not true of every industry. But a lot of times we think website traffic equals revenue. Mm. And if you're selling socks, it might. But if you're selling ERP systems, it doesn't. Mm. So, and one of the things I always say is, does Deloitte really need search engine optimization? Everybody who's buying from Deloitte knows Deloitte exists, mm -hmm. right? I mean, yeah. it's kind of silly. It's just, so we've we've become addicted to website traffic. Right. And worse, as marketers, we've trained our company's leadership to think that that's the most important thing. Hmm. And it's really not. And uh, not. I'm rambling a little bit, but hmm. um, the other thing is the cons consumer behavior has changed dramatically over the last several years. Right. Over the last 15 years, certainly, but especially in the last couple, they don't want to go to your website. Right. If they're on LinkedIn, they don't want to be clicking all over the place. LinkedIn doesn't want them to leave LinkedIn. Right. If they're in LinkedIn, they usually want to stay in LinkedIn. Hmm. So you have to you have to reconsider, you have to de-emphasize website traffic. Um, and I just think the tail has wagged the dog for far too long on on search engine optimization. That's really interesting. And I think, you know, I think part of it's just like, hey, it's it, it um sometimes that's been a metric that is, is, a, it's just something we could measure for a while, right? And then you go, well, obviously, if that number is going up, more people are paying attention to us, and it's something. And so I think that you're right, though, that we put too much on it. And, you know, it's yeah. really easy to do. I think with a lot of metrics, you know, you know, reach when it comes to Facebook, right. you know, like, what does right. that even right. mean? Right? Right. Right. Uh, and we've, we, we've focused on things that we can report on, to your point, 
Right. Not what the customer cares about. Right. Yeah. We've got to reverse that. Okay, cool. So final question for you. you you've talked about, and, and I love this concept. I'm hearing more and more about the difference between demand generation and lead generation. So why do you think we need to focus on demand generation before lead generation? Well, I think there's a lot of confusion between the terms. Okay. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Right. That, that, I mean, absolutely. People, people go um, uh, confuse the two and conflate the two all the time. Um, so demand gen is creating demand for your service. Mm -hmm. It is not creating a lead. Mm -hmm. um, but demand gen to me very much uh, acknowledges the reality we're in today with the way customers behave uh, with the way the internet works, with the way social platforms work. Um, the idea that someone who downloads an ebook and and gives you their email for that, which nobody really likes to do anymore, right? <laughs> um, it's very hard to get them to do that. Right. Um, they're not a prospect. They were interested in the topic of the ebook. Mm -hmm. Don't turn them over to sales, right? Mm -hmm. So let's focus on demand gen. We have to, we have to spend a lot more time building up trust, building a relationship. Um, we've all seen the statistic. It's 12 years, 80%, whatever the right number is of the buyer's journey happens before sales knows right. that this prospect is interested. Um, why are we, 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 I understand why we're trying to rush it, right? Because yeah. sales is a good thing, right? Yeah, but we need, to, we need to, we need to have some more patience and focus on building up that demand before we automatically categorize someone as a lead. Because to me, you can't have lead gen until you have very robust demand gen. Mm -hmm. And people sh try to shortcut that process. That's cool. Well, John, thank you so much. This is great stuff. I appreciate you taking the time. Where can folks find the book? Where can they find more about you? Sure. Um, we will uh, create a page on our website. Just go to scribewise.com, delivering marketing joy. Uh, so, you know, scribewise.com slash delivering marketing joy. And we'll have a couple of options for you there. You can join our email list. You can buy the book. Awesome. You can, if you wanted to talk to us, but you know, it's not lead gen, it's demand. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I appreciate you taking the time. This has been fun. We'll have to do it again sometime. Okay. Absolutely. Kirby. Cool. Thanks a million. You bet. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.